from the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, January 8th, 2016, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Oh. Audible is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Well done. They have over 180,000 audiobooks in their collection. <laughs> Users can sign up as an Audible listener, which gives uh, you free book credits each month for a low monthly fee. Customers download their choices and can access them on on your iPhone, Android device, Kindle, iPod, or other MP3 player. I actually just downloaded the Steve Jobs autobiography, the one by Walter Isaacson. Oh, yeah. That that, that's the one they used. I haven't listened to it yet, but I assume it's fantastic. Well, that's the one they used for the movie. The, the flop of a movie. Yep. Yeah. Well, but listen, acclaimed flop. The of a movie. critically <laughs> yeah. acclaimed flop of a movie was based on a book I just downloaded. Well, Walter Isaacson, he also wrote um, the, the Benjamin book. Franklin one, right? And he wrote uh, the the one that the Social Network you know was what? based All on. All of those on Audible.com. You know what's cool? I'm about, gonna Google that, but I'm pretty sure. You know what I love about Audible, and is one of my favorite things. Have you seen the Whisper Sync thing? So you can be reading. And then it'll pick up reading, you know, audible, like where you were just reading. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because I read at night and it's then listen on the way. Yeah. Yeah, but I love it. It's really neat. Audible is offering listeners of the Relevant Podcast a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash relevant and browse uh, their 108,000 titles. Uh, you can download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash relevant. That's audible.com slash relevant. Get started today. Well, like I said, I'm your host, Cameron. Here with me in our Orlando studio, kicking off 2016, Eddie Big Cat Coffins. Cameron, it's all happening. So it good is. to see you. Oh, there, live and in person, just like the last episode, yeah. Jesse Carey's in town. Hello, hello. That was, that was last year, guys. This is, <laughs> I know. This <laughs> is a real day. treat, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, over there on the ones and twos, our illustrious producer, Jeremiah Dunlap. It really is great to be here. And on the Skype line, uh, temporarily in Michigan, Joy Egerich. Yes. <laughs> Present, uh, and, and also currently in quite a uh, what is that? A it's like babushka? a chin- chinchilla hat. Uh, yeah, I I think it's from my Russian ancestors. I don't know. I feel I feel very cool. In it, it looks like a very large microphone windscreen. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Is I, I uh, am using my father's mic, and it didn't have one of those little. Uh, pop filters on it. Very nice. But then I saw another tinier mic that did have a pop filter, and I was like. Well, this I'll looks destroy well, like that pop hat. filter. <laughs> yeah. 2016, starting strong. Yeah. Uh, well, today on the show, we have an amazing guest, Claire Diaz Ortiz. She's Ooh. a Silicon Valley innovator. Yeah. She's one of the core group that launched Twitter. Yeah. Her Twitter name is at Claire, if that tells you anything about her <laughs> status cool? over yeah. there. Do you know that I tweet at Eddie probably once a month and I'm just like, hey, man, if you're not using it, <laughs> I get certain. But he's like a Twitter founder or something. Like, he's like deep in it, but at uh, Claire. Claire is an author and speaker as well, and she's got a new book out called Design Your Day. And and with it being, you know, New Year's week, we thought it'd be great to bring on someone to help you kickstart your resolutions and stuff. So Design great. Your Day is coming up. And then we also have a special in-studio performance by Flory. She's an awesome emerging artist out of Nashville who recently came by the studio. Uh, we got two songs coming up by Flory. So. Very cool. Yeah, we are starting strong. Starting yeah. strong. Despite Joy's hat, we got a good episode. All, all women featured on the show? Well, uh, holidays, you guys have... Uh, 
good holiday season. We had, went on a little break for a few weeks. Yeah, our family doesn't celebrate Christmas, so <laughs> we just kind of move right through it. Do you, do you just like cut the, all the lights out in the house pretty yeah. early in the evening just so the neighbors know? Yeah, too? The, the girls want to know what all this is about, and we just say, "Listen, it's all about an elf on a shelf." Not, you're, you're, it's, all it's, it's the festivist thing for the you're rest just, of us. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, we our Christmas day here was 87 degrees. Yeah, and Did, so, was it a little weird though? Did oh, it kind of totally take weird. you out it was of like terrible? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So, so the day after Christmas to make it feel like the holidays, I took Cohen, I cashed in some frequent flyer miles, and we went up to New York. Oh, nice. And uh, had a little yeah. Christmas weekend yes. thing up there. That was a lot of fun. That was cool. Were the, were the lights and trees and everything still up? Yeah, of course. They're up, I think they're up to like the 12th of January or something. So I noticed you were wearing your leather jacket up there. My leather jacket? Yes, you're wearing your black leather jacket. That's like your New York jacket. That is my. Well, it's, it's my jacket. Yeah, it's your Hillsong jacket. Yeah. No, it's just a jacket. Yeah, right, you go up. It's a travel jacket. I'm saying I only that, that to me is like okay. Cameron's going to New York. He's going to wear that black leather jacket. <laughs> I only see it on in. Jeremiah's wearing a black jacket right now. now, but he's not wearing a normal one. He's wearing an actual motorcycle jacket because yeah. he's got the padded shoulders and if stuff. I, I want to have it in case I need to go into a controlled slide on my hog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeremiah looks like a stuntman. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you guys do anything uh, for New Year's? Uh, anything fun? We have we live in a new neighborhood and it rules. There's this Italian family and they had this like they just put out a ton of food and a huge projector and we all watched football. Like the whole neighborhood came and watched football and then I fell asleep at ten twenty. That's, so. that's actually what I did. I I I had a gathering at my house and oh, I, I projected. I on the side of the house above in the backyard above the right. pool I projected the game yeah it was like 30 feet wide and as bright as a movie screen it was crazy and then obviously we did the countdown and everybody gathered around the pool and everybody came kind of fancier than just football yeah, like yeah. they were in suits and nice yeah, dresses yeah. And, stuff. Yeah. and then it's like three two one <laughs> and people light up fireworks in my backyard and then people started jumping in the pool I had a question about that yes yeah, so people were in like Fan, you know, formal wear. There were sequins on the bottom of my pool. No. D- d- oh, yeah. Who would here, make your outfit? Uh, Do you know I'll tell who you, was the first dude? Uh, and I, no, I didn't see who started it, but I heard who started okay. it. You know, I mean, and then... Yeah. And when then, you heard who started it, were you like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's that guy. I was standing by the projector, and I was just thinking about <laughs> Did splash. you go in? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but but let's the, be, the, let's the pool, not be was, ridiculous. pool was okay. warm unintentionally. I, yeah. I warmed it up just in case something like that might happen. But here's how I know it's spontaneous. People didn't know that I had two shallow ends. Oh. So they thought they were jumping oh. into the deep end. And the next day on Facebook, I saw four or five people saying that they were on crutches and they twisted their ankles because they were jumping in as though it was deep and they hit three and a half three. foot shallow. That's and, an interesting yeah. issue with your pool. Yeah, two shallows. Yeah, people, yeah, two yeah, shallows. Did you enjoy this party? Like you left and when everybody left, you were like, ah, that was a sad satisfying event in my I, heart. I'm an introvert and so I enjoy I enjoy having friends over. I enjoy hosting. I got this Bob Goff edge of me. I like making memories for for myself and other people. So I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. I mean when the lights come on and everybody leaves and you see the mess and and it's up to you to clean it, you're kind of going know if that was worth it but yeah. no i had a great time but, and, moment, but i yeah. did appreciate your your the way that you declined the invitation <laughs> on the facebook invitation <laughs> well i tried to be a little bit more like because before i would just be snarky he's like he would go like oh i n t j oh nice nice yeah. <laughs> And nice impression. <laughs> oh, I'm Eddie. Oh. No, he wrote a whole paragraph saying, "Like I appreciate the friendship and the invitation. I, I, I will be home 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but if you would like to ever uh, spend time together, like reading a book together in the same room, yeah. Or, or Wait, like, he told you this th- privately or no, publicly? no, no, public, public. <laughs> so that's, you're still uh, public being decline. <laughs> you're still <laughs> being a jerk. Yeah, you're still so. being a jerk. Yeah. I guess I am. And a then jerk. he signed into his alternate uh, edgy Eddie Facebook account, and left a snarky remark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Intj out. Yeah, So I knew you weren't coming. Happy New Year. No, I had a great time. Actually, what I enjoy about it is like I, you know, I can like hide. I, I can go off. Yeah. I can get into a deep... Which is exactly what you want to do when you you're invite- throwing a party. Yeah. Where's Gatsby? Where's Gatsby? Are you in counseling, Cameron? No, no, no. It's great. I'll find a couple of my close friends, and then we'll hang out in the corner and talk, and then, you know, I'll mingle, and then I'll go back to my friends. And- Not literally hiding, like, behind no. a yeah, case. I or- instantly visualed you under your kitchen table. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a great time. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And God. it's like, uh, went to church the next day, and it was like, I knew 40 people, like, like yes. as I was walking up to church, and I was like, awesome. Because they were all on crutches. They were all, yeah. they were all on crutches. <laughs> hey, you yeah. were at my house last night. <laughs> By the way, you need to get that look right. Your ankle looks you really are, bad. There's yeah. actually blood running down your leg right now, <laughs> that madam. That cane's not going to cut it. That that was, that's cast. a compound. That is serious. Yeah, yeah. But, what are you doing here? But, you know, now that the holidays are behind us, yeah. you know, we're, we're, yeah. we're well into January. Yeah, if you still have lights up and you can hear my voice, the judgment is being heaped on you yeah. at this point. A friend of mine posted something on Instagram last night. You could see the Christmas tree in the background. Oh. I'm going, come on. You, you, do you have another... I'm lazy, but I'm not that lazy. You have another easy three weeks. (laughs) No, 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 no. January 1st, if there is a tree up in your house, we got a huge, there's a huge problem. January 1st. I understand that people get fired up, but give me, I mean, yeah, my mom, I I feel like I went to the store and she miraculously took down everything that spoke of Christmas when I got back to the house. But but what is the why? Like, what is the why behind being so passionate about getting lights down? It makes it special. It makes it special. Cameron, I mean, Cameron like Cohen, gets it. Cohen said the other day, he's like, I wish it was Christmas every day. And I was like, then it wouldn't be special, buddy. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. Half the joy well, of Christmas okay, is looking okay. forward to I, it. I'm going to debunk that argument real quick. Okay. How do you guys feel about the, the breakfast all day at McDonald's? Because <laughs> I think... Why not? Like I, you know it what? shouldn't just You're be. Out. It shouldn't just be a morning. Like why not? We just celebrate the things we celebrate whenever because it's awesome. Okay, well, let but me it ask does you this. not make it special. Well, yeah. When was the last time you got it? I'm, last time this week you got it. <laughs> yeah. Let's narrow it down to. I mean, because I thought when they that first day, yeah. I was like, this is this is a BCAD moment in our lifetime and our generation. Like you're, you're thinking. Look, you're thinking at lunchtime. We, we will, will remember. look back yeah. at the day when it all changed. Yeah. Like we'll tell the kids. And I can tell you, I've never at seven thirty at night craved an egg McMuffin. Yeah. Ever since it's now available to me. I've also heard that it's a limited menu. I thought they were going to like do Yeah, they're not McDonald's. doing the pancake platters. Oh, this is Joy Slice, I think. Or somebody yeah, talked yeah. about October it. October 6, 2015. And I will say there's a what? McDonald's near my new home and I have frequented it. Also, because the coffee, have we talked about the coffee? Like, I feel like I'm a coffee snob and it's not bad. No, McDonald's coffee is just delightful. It's McCafe, thank you very much. Yeah, it's yeah, very you, you know, you, no, but not the like latte stuff that's all huh. sweet. Just their straight up black coffee is not like your typical watered down fast food coffee. It's dark and rich, and it's a dollar. My grandfather would agree. That's all he ever drinks. Well, yeah. You yeah. and my grandpa have so many similarities. Have you ever been inside of a McDonald's at around 9 a.m. any day of the week? Maybe the 10 a.m. Inside of a McDonald's? In, the inside of a McDonald's. Like maybe I, I'm, I'm sure it I is have. like the minimum age is 80 years old to get in. Have you ever seen this? And they hang out like all morning. Hey, what's yeah. with old people too at Wendy's? I always I feel like I see that. old people walking into and out of Wendy's. Huh. There's a Wendy's buyer. Like, what are they doing in there? Are they They're reading the paper, for, yeah. getting their dollar coffee. That's the yeah. other thing too, I, is, is they can, they will order a coffee with a hamburger. 
Like, who could ever eat that in their life? I don't think I, what, what Wendy's is this? I don't know. I just generally see the elderly people order coffee with any food. <laughs> Eddie's frequently staking out the window. He's got a little note back. There's another one. There's another one. Who's going to order coffee with hot food? I'm going to start doing recon on what the old people in McDonald's are ordering. Well, now that we're in January and, and all of our decorations are down, mm-hmm. and, and, and people are now a week or so into their New Year's resolutions. There's no more nutmeg. And, and I was watching the Twitter this week, okay. and and I was noticing a lot of people that were struggling with their New Year's resolutions already, a few yeah. days in. Like, oh man, I just, you know. And, sure. and, and as they're wont to do, a lot of people reached out to us for help. And so on our Twitter this week, we just saw people uh, just uh, time and time well, again yeah. telling us what they're struggling with about yeah. their news resolutions and asking us for advice. And so we thought it would make a lot of sense to have a couple of those people on the show today and we could help them uh, with the, uh, the, the, the resolutions yeah. that they're struggling with. So it's time for... Very, very specific jingle. I yes. like Not, that. It's really almost good. completely stripped of all metaphor, which I think is very impressive. <laughs> all right. Our first caller here is Nathan. How's it going, Nathan? Good. Awesome. How are you guys? Oh, good. Fantastic. Uh, Nathan, where are you calling from? I'm calling from my parents' home in Drayton, North Dakota. You live there or are you just Dakota? there for a little bit? Uh, yeah, North Dakota. I'm here for Christmas break. Oh, and, cool. the, and the roads, you can come and go as you please in North Dakota? Uh, yeah, currently at least. Wow. <laughs> what do you, what do impressive. you do when you're not at your parents' house for Christmas uh, break? I actually go to college in, at Vanguard University in California. Oh, oh that's wow. a little different. And I, uh, I actually intern at TBN. Oh, oh even nice. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Wow. So what are you studying, you? studying in school? Film. Film. Why are you so fit? Yes, you're very fit. Well, film people are fat. Yeah, everyone knows that. All those media nerds. You bike? You yeah. seem like a you bike. I, I don't you sit bike around for... watching movies all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you keep that physique? I, I don't actually have the. I think it's what I'm wearing. But, okay. Uh, yeah. I need so one of those we sweaters. we know one. Yeah. So Nathan, uh, you reached out to us because you were struggling with one of your New Year's resolutions. What yeah. what's what's the problem? Well, um, I'm uh, I I'm trying to grow a beard for the New Year. I have okay. a sure. Mm. Very light facial hair. Sure. Mm. No. Um, and it would be described as like a junior higher trying to impress like uh, another junior high female. Right. And okay. I, I don't know if you can really see. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. yeah. yeah please. Joy. I, I have I have a strong, strong, strong opinion about people with light facial hair. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you mean light colored or yes. thin? Yeah. Yeah. Light colored. Uh, it was it light colored or just thin patchy? Or is it, it is both. 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 Like it's patchy. It's thin. It's okay. light. It's all of the above. Yeah, blonde beards, or I, if you can't do it, I would say don't try. It just moves. <laughs> go okay. big or go home is I, what you're I, saying. I'm gonna dis. I'm gonna vehemently disagree. Yeah, we have. Let, let me finish. Let, do you, so your question. What's the? Is that the, the whole question? Is, your resolution is, yeah. is to grow a beard. Yes, I mean, like, I don't know if I should. If I should just. Like That's let it grow out and let it be patchy, or yeah, as someone well, who's who's I, you know I've been dabbling in the beard game for a long time, <laughs> <laughs> and let me let me tell you this, uh, uh, Michael, it's Michael. Uh, so Nathan. close, it's Nathan. Nathan, Nathan. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Nathan. <laughs> his, so his, I, I get asked this so much by so many people yeah. that uh, you know that, that everyone blends together. You're, here's what you're going to want to do. <laughs> you're going to give yourself a good six seven months of never touching a razor to the face. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, that's where the blank canvas begins. Because we don't, you don't even know what you're working with. You might have enough to do the shoestring. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, you yeah. might have an Abe Lincoln under there. It's almost you like, might, yeah. remember, yeah. it's uh, like uh, that episode of Seinfeld. Elaine was dating a guy who shaved his head intentionally. He didn't realize that while he was shaving his head, he actually went bald. And, and, and the thing is, like, right now, Nathan, you, you don't know what your creative options are. Right. Like, listen, Calvin, let me interrupt you here. Nathan, <laughs> um, listen, here's what I want to say to you. The other thing, too, is, and the reason why I feel like you should not grow a beard is yeah. because there are some of us that have to grow a beard to hide a very soft, undefined chin. That's what I got going on. So if I shave, I look as so like if, a, if you didn't have if you didn't have the chin strap, we wouldn't know where your chin was. No, that's right. I would just look like like a soft, like gentle, Mr. Potato Head, like hey, a Nathan, gentle child. Once again, Eddie is projecting his insecurities. No, no, no. He is so, I'm going to direct you in the right so direction, handsome. my friend. He's you so handsome. Have, you could have. He could have a really cool soul patch. He could have uh, like uh, you know a wispy, cool. No, you know, kind of like a doc, mustache, like a doc you, holiday mustache. But what yeah, I'm he saying, could have pork chops. But the thing is, if if you're deterring him, he's not going to know. Yeah. He's already so handsome. Just don't do anything. Yeah. Just keep yeah. shaving. Clean shaven looks. It works for you. I would, I would, uh, once again, I would also like to point out as that the Nathan, other woman on the show, when Nathan like wrote in asking us advice on his New Year's resolutions, what he actually wrote was, "I'm trying to turn a uh, into a morning person as a resolution <laughs> okay. by waking up early instead of sleeping in as long as possible, but have found little <laughs> success so far." Yeah, and then it says, "Also, I'm in I'm a last semester senior in college, and I'm planning on getting all my papers done early instead of the night bef- night before like usual." And he's yet to see if that one will work out. And then he said, "Also, I'm trying to grow a beard." So there's a lot of big, big life year. things big for year him. For he's year. trying to take a big step into adulthood. Yeah, yeah, I would say keep writing well under pressure. Get up as late as you want in the morning because someday you're not going to have yeah, a choice. Yeah, I was going to say stop. savor it. Yeah, yeah. And and back <laughs> to the beard thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do, Wait, I think you're only if you really want to go for it, just dab some Rogaine on your the, face. The, 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 fact, well, the, the fact that you're mentioning these like life issues, like writing papers, graduating college, sleeping, in the same sentence you're talking about something serious like beard growth, it makes me <laughs> seem like you're not serious about that. But uh, do, do you know what? Do you know what uh, 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 David said before he carved, uh, or or w- w- Michelangelo. Michelangelo before he carved the David mm. statue? What did he say? He had the hunk of marble. Okay, now listen, <laughs> and he said. I don't the, think you know this. The David <laughs> David is already in there. In there. Okay? My chisel is just freeing him from yeah. the hunk right. of marble. Right. If you don't grow the beard, you're not you got no hunk of marble to work with, man. <laughs> you gotta have something cool that we've not like a facial hair combination we've never even seen before. But to that end, I, I seen David in person and it's already perfect as it is, and it has no facial hair. <laughs> uh, so. smooth, smooth like David. Nice. That's smooth, what he's going for. Beautiful. Yeah, right. Smooth like David or Rogaine. Those all are right. all right. So, so we're basically saying all your resolutions are bunk. Sleep in. Yeah. Uh, yep. Write well under pressure and right. leave your perfect, perfect face the way it is. Nathan or Michael, you are all you are doing everything <laughs> you need to be doing already. All right. Thanks for joining <laughs> Thanks, us. Thanks, Eddie. We're proud uh, of you, Nathan. Michael. Happy, okay. Happy New Year. We love you. <laughs> all right. Our next caller here is Becca. Hey, Becca. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. Awesome. Becca, where are you calling us from? I'm calling from St. Catharines, Ontario in Canada. Y'all have the internet up there. Good. Good. So nice to talk to you. eh? So uh, what's what's the problem you're having with your New Year's resolution? You know what? I am so addicted to my phone and Mm. it is just a problem. I'm really not that popular. I mean, I have a few friends, but I really have no reason to be that attached to my phone and I just hate it. So, 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 so Becca, I'm, you know, I, I know the problem. Well, you you know, you're all, you're, you're, we're, we're all tied to these devices these days. You know, we don't want to miss anything. I, I recently found out about something pretty cool that a lot of people don't know about. 
They're called Bluetooth earpieces. <laughs> okay? yeah. Now listen to this, okay? It wirely, atta- wirelessly attaches to your phone. You wear it. You can be talking and no one knows you're talking. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and here's the other thing. Or- these things look real cool. Wait, real wait, cool. Wait, wait, wait. So your advice, or she's saying I'm addicted to my phone. I'm on the phone way too much. Your your advice to to break her from that addiction is to just do it, and people don't know you're doing right, it. Right? Like yeah. Google. So hide in the cool, addiction in a cool way. Yeah, yeah. Google like, Glass just came out with its new version. You could just always be on the internet. And, and and here's the thing, Becca. You you always look super popular because like, have you ever been standing in line at a store? <laughs> like I had the the thing where I've gotten to an elevator and I'm like standing there with a guy, and he's like. So anyway, the the conference is coming up, and I'm I'm a little stressed, but we'll get the presentation done. I think he's talking to me, and I'm like, oh, we're going to engage about his... I wish he'd give me some context yeah. for this, yeah. but uh, I'll give him some advice. I look over. He's got a Bluetooth in. I'm like, dude, I'm in the elevator with some really important dude. So you your, always your advice uh, is to to not worry about breaking your addiction on your phone. You're saying go big or Embrace go home. It. And you'll always start look wearing cool. your you'll always look cool and important, because <laughs> yeah. that's what I think I So get some Google glasses, <laughs> get a Bluetooth earpiece, and just go all Back in. Back at these new Hi. Oculus uh, VR things, if you were to wear that around right on you wouldn't even have to, to live face. in a real world. It would be like the Matrix. You could yeah. just lay down and live virtually through the I internet you and your phone. Becca, 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 have you <laughs> found have you found this helpful, Becca? Oh, one hundred and ten percent. You guys just always have the best advice. Yeah, and I would get like a the bigger Bluetooth possible. And I like for me personally, I like the ones that have the little flashing light on it, so mm. people know. This, this guy's expecting like, a call like in the any movie moment. theater. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a hey. There's an important guy that's got oh. business stuff going on in this. Joy's going to give Becca an yeah. actual challenge. Joy, I need some girl advice. <laughs> and then we're going to interrupt her ten times and make fun yeah, of it. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> Go we probably for it. won't get to it. Um, but I think sometimes a fun little game to play with yourself is if you're you know out in public and you're waiting in line or you're at the airport or just someplace where you're standing that you would normally reach for your phone because you have nothing to do. I would say challenge yourself to just not do that. Like keep it in your purse and right. look up at somebody and try to smile. That's where the Bluetooth thing comes in because you don't have to reach for it. <laughs> you can even turn on the accessibility stuff and it'll just read to you everything that's happening. And then the other thing would be one time if you don't have any plans because you said you're not that popular. It's a Friday night. I don't believe that though. I think she is popular. I know she is. She's, I know. But I just she thought. takes her phone, put it in your glove compartment. It's even better if you have a glove compartment that has a little mm-hmm. lock. Go to a restaurant eat maybe sit up at the bar order dinner bring a book or your journal and just force yourself i don't know if any of you guys have gone out to dinner by yourself but there's something about it's very empowering and if you don't have your phone then you can't look at it and i guarantee you will probably start talking to somebody and the great thing about that is when she's in tim hortons enjoying kind of this thing what the bluetooth goes 50 feet probably if she gets a close close to the window she's going to be fine and, and here's another little pro tip Okay, if you're doing, the, if you're embracing the Bluetooth game, because it's going to make you look real cool and important too. The cell phone belt clip. Okay? That's right. Because Jesse. not only not only you person that is always expecting a call because you get a Bluetooth then, right. but you got your you you're holstered. You you yeah. have to reach for that phone so quickly. Should for some reason you need to detach, should the Bluetooth battery die or something yeah. that you have, it's not even in your pocket. You got a holster. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would get a couple holsters. 
for you know yeah. maybe one of those old walkie-talkie things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's I'm not a 40-year-old dad. <laughs> wow, I'm 36, and that one's hitting too close we to all home. Have double holsters. <laughs> well, I gotta okay. say, of all the advice, Joy's was probably the least helpful. But I hope that you got some from the rest of us. I, you know what I've started doing? Whenever I, I've created moments where I won't bring my phone, like Joy saying, like uh, like if I'm at dinner with Cohen, like I won't have yeah. a phone. Yeah, like I, I just because I would, I would like reach for it or whatever, and I just don't want to be that that person. That everybody judges that, in that you know, restaurant. You know the, the cool. Yeah. You, you don't want to be the Becca yeah. of the. Right. Yeah, well, you, know, you know the cool thing is uh, if you guys like, I, I've started shopping a lot of sharper image. Um, and <laughs> yeah, every, every, everything is uh, Bluetooth. There, I mean, everything <laughs> attaches to your phone. I so. was noticing all of your advice was as though this was a 2002 podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to be helpful here. Uh, yeah, we are. A lot here. of these millennials don't know these pro tips. Old school. Yeah. 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 All right. Hey, Becca, if you do it and then you get back on your phone and back on twitter let well us uh, or me i think i'm the only one that cares here yep. how it went no we're just saying uh take chunks take breaks yeah. that's a yeah. good thing don't yeah. don't judge yourself for doing it but then like you know have a moment of uh, an activity or something where you in, are intentional about silence i like that yeah. all right thanks okay. for coming on perfect thank you guys now i'm not gonna go tweet you guys to say thank you <laughs> we appreciate that really she's gonna go have lunch right. Bye, back silence up. see you back up <laughs> bye Get some thanks, tim hortons guys. All right, our next caller is Michael. How's it going, Michael? Great. How are you guys? Michael, where are you calling us from? From Pasadena, California. Pasadena. What do you do out there? Uh, I work for the city, and I work in music. Very cool. Very That's cool. Awesome. Um, so, huh. what uh, what's the New Year's resolution that you're uh, having problems with that you need our help? To be more social, I guess. Don't I'm kind be. of like a quiet person, but to be more social, I like to think I'm social, but then when people talk to me, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Uh, that's, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Eddie's precluded from this because he's a, a proud introvert. Yeah, and yeah. We were I'm, just I'm about, an introvert. I'm an yeah. introvert, but I, I think you I'm, should be a proud introvert. I'm trying to get out of my introverted tendencies, and so I found a middle ground. Right, invite people over. That's right. And, and then to, it's I a had, controlled environment. You enjoy it. It's familiar to you. New people. You get to meet people, right. and then whatever. Just have have more parties. That's to be my advice. Say, Michael, are you open to being set up with a, a woman in Canada? <laughs> oh yeah, we just met a very nice girl. Yeah. Our last caller, Becca. She needed yep. more friends. Another thing, like, and this is what we had told Cameron is, you know, when you're hosting these parties, because it's a great great way to be in your comfort zone, and engage socially. Yeah. Add a little mystique to the persona. Yes. <laughs> totally. You know? Monocle. Like a mystery randomly? There you oh. go. Like, wear the cape or the monocle or like a cool hat or something. Yeah, can you or, see me right now, Michael? Because I have a hat that you would yeah. look really awesome so, in. So you're basically saying, wear a conversation starter. Exactly. And then well, the conversations you're, you're, start you, for you. You always are having an icebreaker yeah. He already you. has a little air of mystery to him because it's like yeah, he works for the me. city and he works in music. Which yeah. one of those is Bruce Wayne and which one of those is Batman? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like and that's what makes you know those guys like Bruce Wayne and those oh. guys so interesting is that hey, they've just embraced the mystique. Or it's yeah. or it's the Seinfeld where Larry David the lawyer was spotted wearing a cape when he was yeah. a lawyer wearing yeah, a cape yeah. and nobody wanted to talk to him because it was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly, <laughs> it, and I feel like Cameron thinks the cape is more of a risk than it is. Uh, so <laughs> no, okay. So here's what we're saying: you have a cape on already, don't you? Yeah. So here's what we're saying: you're inviting people okay. over. They know you as you, but mm -hmm. when they show up for the dinner party, it's dinner party you. Yeah, and that's the guy who wears the. 
smoking jacket and the monocle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like the, the Samuel L. Jackson yeah. backward hat thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Passing, yeah. passing out little snifters of brandy and just really. Like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I didn't know this Michael existed. Yeah. yeah. But, but wow. Eddie, you're saying just own the introvertedness, own never it. talk to people. Yeah. No, I do talk to people, but I all, we don't want a real answer, do we? Yeah. Do we really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can, can, I, can, can, can I give you one more piece of advice, Michael? Because this is something I'd like to see come back as well. That airs the mystique is an icebreaker, and it's like you know this. Wearing a Bluetooth gonna, headset. Well, obviously, I'm assuming he's doing. I'm assuming he's With calling. He works in music in yeah. the city. I'm assuming if you're working in the music industry, it's pretty cool. You got Bluetooth yeah. going. Yeah. But what I'm saying, I saw Steven Tyler in an airport uh, two weeks ago, and yeah, he had a Bluetooth headset. So what I'm saying though is this is I feel like there's a lost art of the calling card. Okay, oh. this isn't a business card. <laughs> yeah. This is just a name, some yeah. kind of cool slogan you came up with. Yeah. And like a way to reach you that's non-traditional. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a like a P.O. box or something. Oh, like one eight hundred party boy Michael. Yeah. Don't ever call that line. <laughs> it's actually my number. <laughs> you know what? I just go it's taken. Do not do not use that. Do, not, do not call Party Boy Michael no yeah. matter what. It was great. It was great meeting 100 you. Party Boy. Is You're not... going to get Wham as the hold music, and things are going to go downhill quickly. You introduce yourself to this stranger. You had a great conversation. Then you pull out of your back pocket a little silver box yeah. that has your personal calling cards, and it says you met Michael today. Yeah. Congratulations! And it has a little thing on the back, like a you know a random Bible verse reference and and a PO box, and okay, you hand what? it to him, and you okay, disappear so, into. Night. You disappear to the night. No. If they follow up with something, that's okay. A so I would think that this idea is crazy, except for the fact that that night I talked about on the podcast when yeah. I read when I met Jan Crouch in that clothing store. Mm-hmm. Uh, TBN. Did she have calling host. cards? When we left, she gave us her calling card. It wasn't like a business card with a phone number, yeah, an email yeah. address, or anything like that. It was a calling card, but then she wrote her email address on that's it because she actually wanted to follow up and stay so in contact. But I'm just saying, like, the card itself just said, Jan Crouch, you know, Trinity Broadcasting Network, it had all the gold and purple and stuff, and then it had, like, TBN's website, and that's it. Uh, yeah. And that was it. So I need a pen also? Not just the card. Yeah, you got to yeah. have gotta your little tin case, your little silver case with your card holder, yep. and you got to have a little pin that attaches to it. Yeah. yeah, Michael, I'll let you have my idea that I've always wanted to do, and I haven't gotten around to it. Same idea, get a, a calling card with your name on it, and then the only thing you write is... I'll find you. <laughs> oh, man. You or you or when you go to a party, before you leave, you go, listen, I want to leave. I, I didn't see a table for calling cards. Where do people <laughs> drop the calling cards in this? So I guess I did do I have person. to be invited to the party to do that? Or no. just a random no, no, party? No, I, I mean, no. when I say party, I just mean randomly showing up at people's yeah, homes. Yeah, that's what I say. To get over your introvertedness, just show up at other people's parties. But you have a calling card to break the ice. You know, a great place to do that is hotel banquet rooms. So there's usually the, mm. some sort of reception. You might catch a pretty interesting PowerPoint. Uh, presentation of a cool real estate principle that we don't even know about. So. Yeah, we find that anyway, so. yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we hope you help. Uh, that helps. Thanks for calling, I'm Michael. sure it did. All right, man. All right, well, you know, clearly that, that was helpful for those listeners. Uh, that was, I think, and I that, it wasn't a waste that was of their the, time. No, I'll that was that. the New Year's edition of... So uh, now it's time for a look back at culture entertainment. There's a lot that happened over the last couple of weeks while we weren't on the air. It's time for... In case you missed it. 
big news in the dot com media world, which we are, you know, clearly in. Squarely, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yahoo uh, has announced that their original programming uh, TV show stuff is shutting down. It lost $42 million, and uh, Yahoo Screen is going away. So, aside from the final season of Community, um, it really never gained much attention or audience. Uh, oh right, yeah. Katie Couric. Oh, Katie Couric went, went over. Oh my goodness, she like left her left her little show and went all in. Oh, well, Maybe wow. that's the forty two million. Uh, was, uh, <laughs> that was Katie Couric money. Yeah, it, it does seem like that that was like an ill conceived proposition what? from the, a website I mean, I that get, no one knows about having a network. No, how but could it possibly? Massive. I mean, Yahoo is massive still financially. But it's not relevant, right? Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, they're looking at like Netflix and, and others. No, no, like, I, I get it. It's like, look, this is where everything's going. We got to throw our hat into yeah, the ring. They and tried. They, and they bought like an interesting property with community. But I mean, no one's going home. Man, I'm going to binge watch some Yahoo tonight. Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> like it just. I mean, the, the critical mass for Netflix was when they started being installed on TVs. That yeah. was when it became yeah. living room. And then and then Amazon bought their way in too. Yeah. And, and nobody knows about Yahoo doing yeah. that. Isn't though the real critical mass moment though when they have a single show that everybody's yeah. like talking about? Like wasn't Netflix's moment, was it House of Cards that was like, well, well that's, why they, that's why they bought Community though. It's like, yeah, that's what I think. I think that was the Yahoo problem. They yeah, but, bet on the wrong horse. Wasn't House of Cards a, a Netflix original whereas yeah. Community is just a show that was... But they thought they would, but they yeah. thought they would be bringing that existing fan base to like their Arrested new platform. Yeah. The, the other thing, I feel like Yahoo has sort of a brand identity problem. It's like, I don't know so what So do their Yahoo. shareholders, by yeah. the way. It's like, yeah. I don't know what Yahoo does. Do I search for stuff on it? Do I check like my old middle school email? Like, <laughs> and when I when I see someone that their email address is at Yahoo, red I, flag I judge right a there. little bit. It's red flag. P- Partyboymichael right at yahoo.com. No, don't, do not email Partyboy. He yeah. always emails back. <laughs> do not email him. Long-winded emails. Just <laughs> very, very detailed. Um, uh, Coachella Music Festival yeah. announced their lineups so this week. This. Uh, a couple of interesting headliners uh, that stood out. Guns N' Roses yeah. is coming back. <laughs> um, Love them. Do you really? Are you oh, a big man. GNR fan? Oh, big time. Use Your Illusion <laughs> 1 and 2. Uh, yeah, but what about the one that came out with Chinese Democracy? Like, yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't great, but I still love Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I don't know if wasn't great to a good way to describe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was terrible. It only took him to like 25 years to right. make, too. Yeah, which you would think, I think that worked against him at a point. But, uh, do you, but honestly, do you feel like most people going to Coachella are going to go watch Guns and Roses for the novelty of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just it's not going to bring out Guns and Roses fans. No, we went and you know? saw Metallica. At, and it was at, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So maybe Lollapalooza. you'd be surprised. Lollapalooza. Yeah. I will say the last time I saw Guns N' Roses play, and maybe this is the last time they played, but remember it was on like MTV? Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon introduced them and they played, and it was like such a bummer. Yeah. It was like <laughs> Axel was like just. He had like the was was yeah. It was like fat Axel. Yeah, but it, it was but like, he's just like unhealthy. Something yeah. was real wrong. It's the same issue that I have with Creed, where now <laughs> it's just Scott Stapp doing an impersonation of Scott Stapp from like 1991. Yeah. It's Axel Rose pretending to be Axel Rose. It yeah. looked like Axel Rose had walked into like he found like an abandoned hot topic from like the mid nineties, <laughs> and then even in <laughs> there, the even in there, warehouse. he made the most ill-advised choice.
choices from that selection. Like <laughs> yeah. this weird basketball jersey thing, like cornrows, like yeah. a lot of like fluorescent Chain sweatband. wallet. Yeah, thing. it was, yeah. Also, uh, also plan is uh, LCD sound system is reuniting. Yeah. Oh, Josie's nice. excited about cool. that. I don't really care. I've never heard one of their tones. Really? Yeah. Well, They're awesome. Uh, yeah, but I, the lineup, listen to this lineup. It also includes Sufjan Stevens, Ellie yeah. Goulding, M83, The Kills, Foles, Purity Ring, ASAP Rocky, Churches, Grimes, Run the Jewels, Vince Staples, Calvin Harris, Major Lazer, Colder Kids, Sia. It's, yeah. it's going to be nice. <laughs> wonder that's worth flying to California for. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if ASAP will be, be any better at Coachella than yeah, he was. Yeah, ASAP was horrifically disappointing. Do you, do you at, wonder at if because Coachella is so early, it's in April. So, right. you know, at, at, by the time like some of the deeper summer festivals come around, that these guys have been are a little burned out. Yeah. Did you? Uh, I think they've been no, refining. ASAP wasn't playing Co- Coachella last year. ASAP, a- uh, his problem was he was on a big stage at Lala, and he was not prepared for the big yeah. stage at Lala. And he treated it just like kind of almost like a off the cuff club concert yeah. where he has a DJ and they don't really prepare and they just kind of like wing it. Yeah. And it, but there was like forty thousand people watching and it was. Yeah terrible the, the other thing is like what how is a sufian steven set gonna be yeah at, at a festival set like he's like a theater guy yeah, you yeah. know it, like, and that's not a dig on him that's that's his style of yeah. music he it's, just played uh, the performing arts center here and yeah it was incredible. but isn't like great music transcendent i mean his album is so amazing yeah, how but, do you think it'll just still work i, I wonder if that, s- that stage will swallow him up yeah. i mean like i've seen bands like at the lala main stages it's like that that 5 p.m or 3 p.m where like avet brothers goes out there no not avet brothers it was the the black black keys yeah. and, and it's three guys right and they have powerful music but it's like three guys yeah and yeah. that stage just that enormous stage mm-hmm. and they're, they're in the middle of the afternoon there's no light show to speak of because it's mm-hmm. so light they just couldn't like they were on the wrong stage well, that, and i think sufyan day or night we get swallowed up by a massive stage well that's like when in even what your proximity is to the stage it was like you yeah. saw war on drugs close up and it was great me and jeremiah were you know all the way in the back and it was and lame yeah because it, you the no you're no you're talking about i did but you're you guys were at the show of oh, uh, um, it wasn't war on drugs it was alt j alt j yeah. yeah but it was the same kind of thing he's a great artist and if you're up close like kind of experiencing his you know performance and vibe it's good but the festival yeah. setting anyway but anyway all that to say coachella still sounds like a blast right. just to see these it's artists perform in that setting it's why dmb never disappoints and we're <laughs> bummer wait who died the violinist no the yeah, a long time ago yeah it wasn't the violinist it was a saxophone player oh, and yeah, i yeah. saw them the first show after he died and they were phenomenal so Settle down. <laughs> but was it like a moving tribute and everybody was just like on an emotional edge because it, of what just happened? Okay. It was at Red Rocks. It was moving. Yeah. yeah. It was moving, but it was also an excellent show. So, I mean, you're just getting a little personal here. I feel like you're getting upset. Let's get back to ASAP. Uh, Ryan Coogler is going to direct Marvel's upcoming uh, superhero movie, The Black Panther. Oh, Black Marvel, Panther. Marvel makes movies, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, who's Ryan Coogler? The Coog. He's a 29-year-old filmmaker who did, uh, let's see, he did the claim movie Fruitvale Station, and then this year's hit Creed. Yeah, yeah. This and, guy's uh, awesome. And then Marvel just gave him their next He's franchise. 29? 29, He's, dude. To me, when, when I read I, about his... Call him the coup. Oh. Yeah. When I've read about his career, it makes you feel like so, so on a failure. Yeah. I mean, because Fruitvale Station was like a critically acclaimed like indie head. Yeah. And, you know, that gave him Creed, yeah. which 
for Stallone to like let creative control of that yeah. story Which, go to but and, well, at that point probably was a 26 27 year old exactly That's and now crazy. And it just ruled <laughs> and, he did and, such a good job bums me out and Black Panther is going to play into the you know it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe so it's going to play into the Avengers story so that's a serious yeah. financial who is the con- Black Panther who plays that Chadwick Bosman I don't have they. I don't think oh, they yeah. have they announced. He's oh. going to be in Civil War, the new Captain oh, cool. America movie. Uh, February twenty eighteen oh. is when that movie's yeah. going to come out. But either so way, it's cool. Wow. They picked a really great. So we'll be like nine Star Wars films into yeah. it by that point. So. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> they say they're coming out every year. Yeah, yeah. I know there's going to be five of them. Crazy. Nuts. Well, the new one's great. Earlier this week, reports surfaced that blockbuster director Christopher Nolan, who did mm. Interstellar, the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, mm-hmm. uh, he's working on a new World War II epic about the massive rescue efforts uh, that took place in the city of Dunkirk. And now it's been confirmed that the star of that movie is going to be uh, Tom Hardy. Ooh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a good one. Bane. Okay, I got to be embarrassed about this because I saw it on Relevant. Okay, who is that man? Who's he's, Tom he's Hardy? Bane, man. <laughs> who do you think I am? Oh, yeah. he's that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's cool. also he's also he's also in Inception. Yeah, he was the bald haven't, guy. Haven't he was the bald it. guy in Titanic. He his. Oh no, wait, that's Billy Zane. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. he was really in, close though. Uh, Mad Max. Oh yeah, he was cool. I saw that. Yeah, that's a movie. That was a weird movie, right? Let, let's just drive. <laughs> so yeah, so he's a popular guy now, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, big, big deal. I'm glad I listened to this Bane, show. Bane was the breakout, but plus Christopher Nolan. I mean, yeah. it's. I'm kind of glad he's like moving away from sci-fi ish yeah. stuff. Yeah, you this know? will be good because Inception and Interstellar were great, and so yeah. obviously so were the Batman. Sure. Although we don't know what direction he's taking this World War II movie. It may just be. I mean, like, it's a true. Story. It may be like Indiana Jones. Uh, at the very end, it's all revealed. World <laughs> yeah. War Two is because of the aliens. Yeah, right. Exactly. I hate to bring up an old conversation, Jesse, but were Inception and Interstellar awesome? He has never seen either of those. What? Movies. what? what? Yeah. Even Joy has seen them. I've seen both of them, and I love them. Right. Yeah. We're back. We're back to this. We'll get back on this. Right. Well, we have Eddie and I exchanged a lot of text messages, lot of text. and I, I had a lot of movie recommendations that are like, yeah. great, like staple movies that mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to talk yeah. about just because they're going to come up. Right. Yeah. Right, you right. know, but I can talk pretty thoroughly now about the Roosevelt's because that's what I watched all over Christmas. That Ooh, Ken I Burns, man, it was amazing. In case you missed it, in case the documentary case from a couple of years ago was really good. <laughs> um, and and to wrap up, in case you missed it, we thought we'd introduce a new thing. Jesse, uh, if you if you come to relevantmagazine.com throughout the week, uh, a lot of the content is uh, you know, Jesse's involved in it. So with Jesse, you keep your finger on the pulse. Of what's happening on the website? G- give us an in case you missed it. What's what's something that stood out at the at the site this week? Yeah. So one of our most popular popular features this week uh, was a story called Stop Waiting for Your Church to Feed You. So like when the oh, first... snap. Yeah. Burn. The, Boom. The, okay, so it was... A, Communion burn. Generated a lot of discussion, but I think for a good reason, because basically the crux of the piece is a lot of people that end up leaving churches aren't doing it because uh, something unbiblical, but simply because they feel like their needs aren't being met. Oh, snap. Uh, and so uh, an interesting line from the story is there's a difference between leaving a church because they aren't actually teaching the gospel and leaving one because you aren't being fed. In many cases, uh, we are really saying uh, that we use the excuse because we're too lazy to take care of the church, what the church isn't catering for our desire. So basically implement oh. some of the changes you want to see in the church as someone who's Thank in you, the Gandhi and Bono. Be the change you want to see. Yeah. The the kind of the one of the lines that I've seen pass around is in our consumer based market driven society, it's easy to forget that churches are supposed to care more about pleasing God than pl- about pleasing people. Right. And how it's easy to project ourselves as the subject of what should ultimately 
you know, be benefiting be the focus, from the yeah. church yeah. when yeah. it should be about the community. It should be about worship. It should be about all these other things other than just so basically everything some, but you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but I I take a little bit of an issue with that. Do okay, it. because. First of all, like the millennial generation, the first unchurched generation, mm-hmm. 53% of millennials who, millennials who call themselves Christian don't attend a church, right. don't yeah. attend a brick and mortar. But then you ask them, well, what do you do? What, what, do you, what feeds you spiritually? And it bubbles up. Like the, the community bubbles up. The aspects of church make their way. So they'll be like, no, I don't do organized church, but my friends and I do meet at a bar every Friday night and have like really great conversation conversations and talk about a book we were reading. And you start to realize like, well, isn't that like, how is that? And when we look at acts two, how is that not church? Like, I, I think we're defining church too narrowly when we have this conversation because it's not just this brick and mortar thing. Cause I do think that is, yeah, I don't think anyone's making the case that you can't have a non-traditional church experience. I think yeah. I think they're making. I think this piece, and I think a larger case to be made is that people are disengaging from traditional communities because they feel like their personal needs aren't being met. Instead of going to the table of saying, "Well, what can I do yeah. to bring what I value in community to this setting?" Instead of just saying, "Well, I'm going to disengage and try something completely different." Well, I, I don't disagree that the Friday night having a beer and having having good discussions can produce great fruit. But I also do feel like it is part of that consumeristic mentality. And you you start to surround yourself by people that look, act, smell just like you. And you, and you don't open yourself up to the refinement and growth process that can happen by forcing yourself to go someplace and be involved with people that look and act different than you do. Older people, children, um, that that's something that I feel like people lose when they do that. And I know I'm susceptible to it too. I feel like I, I do that thing where I'm like, Oh, what what'd you think of the sermon today? Or I liked the sermon today, or I didn't like the sermon today. Very much like I'm evaluating what my pastor did for me. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. If it's yeah. it's like if I want to, if I go in with like a Yelp review mentality for every time I go to church, I'm yeah. gonna find things wrong. But to your point, like what happens when that setting? I'm not getting anything out of but it. Maybe, I mean, you know what but I mean? I think, that, I think it's just encouraging disengagement for the wrong reasons. But you know? I think that that setting is encouraging that response from the congregation in what way i think that churches many of them are created to here's this person that we're putting up in in a spotlight that's the focal point that we are at we are saying this is our focal person of the church it's inviting people to okay well if this is what's so important to this church i'm going to make an opinion about that person you can look at that as being consumeristic or you can look at that as well if they're offering that up as my primary like spiritual sustenance for that day then I, I really do actually need to hold that person under a microscope because they're not, they don't have a, a full teaching team and there's not a myriad of voices. There's a single celebrity rock star pastor. And I'm not saying that a single pastor who is known is inherently a bad thing, yeah, but I no. do think there's a certain like, okay, well, if we're going to make the music just as incredible and crazy and all of those, you know, just as engaging as it can be, I think we're being asked like to participate in the viewing of something. And by nature, I think that causes us to, I guess, judge if what we're viewing is feeding us in a way that we want to be fed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't invite us to participate in it. it doesn't, we don't take any personal but, responsibility. But, but, I, but I think what this is saying is let's challenge that model. If like, if it's seen as bro, if it's, if a lot of people are disengaging because there's a problem with the model, you know, 
Part of it is implementing the change and just saying, well, screw this. This is this is not working for me. It's saying, you know, start a Bible study that right. digs a little deeper. Right. You know, challenge the pastor to bring right. in more speakers or right. say, hey, what can we do to get another service that's more right. geared towards so the, the point intellectual the needs? So was if you see something that's like... It's, yeah, it's that, not, say, it's not like, saying don't have right. a, an opinion. It's don't saying, just walk out the back door, like plant yourself and actually be yeah, don't, a change agent. Don't, don't totally go to agree. it like a bad restaurant. But yeah. I also you're think saying, it's, look at it like you're a co-owner of that restaurant. Yeah. How yeah. can I make that yeah. better? But I think that inherently means you have to be at a church that would at all allow you to be a co-owner in that restaurant. And that's yeah. the that's the like finding a church that fits is where you you can want to like affect change or be a part of it, but really like a lot of churches are just like no, this is how we're going to do this thing. And so I Well, I think that then then you're leaving for a different reason than than just yeah. uh, the consumer mentality of I'm not getting fed. Yeah. You did try yeah. to plant, you did try to serve, you did try to be involved and be part of the community and the fabric and you were told no. The way, you know, what you can contribute is not what we want and where this church is going and then then it's a thing of am I a fit for this body or not? You yeah. know, and yeah, then you can find one I mean, that's what I feel like I see happening is that people get hurt or they their voice doesn't get heard. And I'm totally against making pastors gods. But I think that's what happens is that our generation leaves the church and doesn't then go seek out another church and they try to make their own their own thing. And I feel like I, I totally respect my church. They have their doctrinal stances written out, and and they but they actively say we want to have conversations. If you feel differently about something, let's talk about that. Um, but our number one request is that you don't become divisive, and that's where I feel like uh, churches. If people uh, feel like they have a different opinion, they feel like they can't stay there or they can't have a conversation, and that's what saddens me. Is when we when we walk away from practicing healthy rhetoric or healthy dialogues. We just get mad and we pack up our stuff and, you know, and leave instead of finding a place where we can actually be the change as we all. Yeah. And and Joy, what is like, what would your church say? Like, what would their stance be on your hat? <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's I think, actually it, the hat alone has been very divisive in my yeah, church. Say, that's immediate, immediate a church split happened. Accountability. Yeah, right. There's yeah. a hat non hat. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's hard. Yeah, just right down the aisle. All it's hats hard to, to know the right, what all non hats. The there's right. a reason you're at your parents. Hard house to know right what now. to do with you in a church context. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. Well, it's, it's immediate excommunication. If you want to chime in on this conversation, guess what? There's an article at RollMyHeads.com where the comments are really easy to lively, lively discussion. And my challenge is for people to practice healthy rhetoric and to not be uh, divisive when they leave their comments. And to get cool hats to wear at (laughs) your parents' house. All right. Well, that'll do it for... In case you missed it. Uh, it's time for entertainment releases. Hey, now that we're past the holidays, stuff's coming out again. Hey, now. Uh, music's com- music coming out on Friday, January 15th. Daughter's coming out with an uh, um, Not I to l- Disappear. Gosh, so good. So good. Daughter's and it's amazing. good if your daughters don't disappear. Yeah, both yeah. are great Just things. FYI. I don't talk Just about Just in that. life. <laughs> uh, Garrett Klon is coming out with Garrett Klon, and Panic at the Disco is coming out with Death of a Bachelor. I what? think it's something you play at your wedding. I was going to say, I think um, <laughs> Axel Rose dug that up at that Hot Topic. He was <laughs> <laughs> rifling through. Uh, and 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 also, uh, uh, actually, while while we were on break, uh, David Bowie released an album called Black Star. 
but he's actually a white star, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, movie releases coming out on Friday, January 15th. Cameron Strang who said that. 13 <laughs> yeah. hours, that Benghazi movie yeah. that is going to probably... Jim Halpert is... Is it like is, a comedy? Is it like funny? Like <laughs> yeah, office? it's like The Office. Yeah, it's yeah. like an office take. Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, Michael, Michael Bay is really known for his rom-com. You know it's a true story, right? Yeah. You know there's like real people. Yeah. Yeah. Talking. You know it's yeah. a real tragedy, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bay is oh, known like, for his rom com I got the in-person head shake. That by the way, by the way... He was interviewed in Vulture this week, Michael Bay, and they asked him. I, I can't remember how the context. They just of the said, interview. "How dare you?" Yeah. yeah they, well, they somehow it came up like, "Well, what? How much are, is he worth?" Because it, it was like you know all those movies. Yeah. And his answer was the most Michael Bay answer possible. Oh, no. I'm worth about a half a B. <laughs> he couldn't even finish the word billion. Like if you say half a B, he's kind of a son of a like, B. You know what I'm saying? Like if I were to write like a script for what would Michael Bay's that, answer that to was, be, he would definitely say about a half a B. Oh, that is crushing. That hurts. <laughs> so also going out uh, the the cartoon movie Norm of the Wo- Norm of the North. It's about a polar bear and uh, Ride Along Two uh, with uh, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. That one also is getting marketed like crazy, which to Eddie's theory means. <laughs> It's going to be a terrible movie. Yeah. They just want a big opening weekend and move on. Yeah. yeah. Everybody will see it and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for entertainment releases. Your advice. And in case you missed it, uh, stay tuned. Up next, Slices. Listening to Formation, the song is "All the Rest Is Noise." It's it's about your spiritual life. <laughs> um, My, were you looking at me and saying that, or was yeah. that generally? <laughs> right no, I mean those. When church, I think of Formation, I think yeah. Of you. I was thinking about those church comments. It's not really good. Edgy, All the rest is noise. Edgy Eddie coming back <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast. Take it to the church. <laughs> you're coast modern with Hollow Life. Hollow Co- Life would be a, like on. it's it's a it's a song about uh, a life lived where you don't have a church. Yeah, oh. it's it's Eddie's philosophy. Are they, are they called Coast Modern? Coast Modern. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. get it. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, best coast and postmodern. Yeah. And there you go. See what they did there. Yeah. Mm. All right, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? Okay, so Mark Zuckerberg, uh, he's worth a few bees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worth half a maybe, bee. Maybe you heard of him. <laughs> what a tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he recently, every year, he releases these sort of like New Year's resolutions, like things that he's planning. Oh, is on he calling doing. in for us to help him with this? He is, Mark. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you on the phone? Grow <laughs> the beard, man. Listen, I know it'll be packed. I live in first. Pasadena and I, I don't like <laughs> talking to people. <laughs> I love his voice. I love hearing Mark Zuckerberg speak because it always sounds like, oh, this guy's like pretty bro down. He's like, hello. <laughs> he's like so. Uh, he's like a guy that made Facebook. All right, yeah. keep going. That's true. He is the guy that made Facebook. Uh, so, yeah. thanks for providing the context. This, this guy really want to code. So wait a minute. You're telling me this guy made Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I really like my computer. So he released his uh, annual New Year's resolution last year. Uh, he decided to read. Uh, Joel, you can uh, interrupt him like he does with you. Two books a month. Two books a yeah, month. That ambitious was number of books. He wouldn't to learn. Not that ambitious. M- I mean, he's busy. I yeah. guess. But I mean, they were. I mean, there was a lot of intellect. Choice. Sure. It wasn't like yeah. you know they're just, all graphic novels. Yeah, so <laughs> two books a uh, month, make a half a B a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, half a B every month for Michael Bay. <laughs> I like 
to make more bees? <laughs> <laughs> so this re- this year he released his what he was planning on doing in 2016. Uh, and so the first one, you know, seems relatively uh, uh, feasible. He wants to run 365 miles, which is a mile, obviously a mile a day. Nice. Which you can plan that out. Just do it in one weekend. Yeah, just knock it out. Yeah. Just knock, knock it out. out then January, you can just be like, get one of those chill. hoverboards. Get yourself out there. So, but that's like a relatable goal. At least so a lot of people might not do 365 miles, yeah. but it's like oh, did you see the picture that's accompanied that I did yeah. where it's like him running in a park and he looks really like awkward like a nerd running and the two <laughs> the <laughs> chiseled so the chiseled f- Adonises yeah, uh, I don't know if they're running. bodyguards or friends yeah. or body friends paid trainers yeah. I don't know but the guys walk I wouldn't have taken that picture if I was Mark you yeah. know what I'm saying he just looks like yeah. a normal dude except for the context <laughs> well, okay. of these guys okay but here okay that's the thing it's like when he de- he does something normal but he offsets it with something insane so like oh I can relate to this guy I mean yeah. Facebook is nothing sinister he's just a young guy that made something cool they're not taking all of our data <laughs> right. and going to use it against yeah. us one day yeah. that's never gonna happen so then he released <laughs> his personal challenge number two for 2016 <laughs> I'm going to build a simple AI to run my home and help me with my work AI being artificial intelligence yeah artificial intelligence and uh, it was, so that sounds oh, you know hmm. okay. Mark Zuckerberg Did, building a robot butler didn't Will Smith do a movie about this yeah you know Mark Zuckerberg robot butler it could go don't yeah. worry nothing but see the here. twist to this the twist to this Jesse is that the only time he's limiting to himself to working on the AI is when he's running that mile on a treadmill every day <laughs> that's smart so, but, <laughs> he said, but he said uh, you can think this is how we wanted to explain it to people so it doesn't sound weird or terrifying you can think of it kind of like Jarvis and Iron Man. Oh, which gosh. was that they, went I well. think maybe Rosie from the Jetsons may have been a little say, bit better. Yeah. Did you're familiar with the with yeah the Jarvis whole. became Ultron, which destroyed the whole world. In case you missed it, also <laughs> nerd, nerd, nerd. <laughs> Eddie, you were just talking about Dave Matthews, and you're judging it seemed, me. It yeah. seemed like he we would. all got our stuff wow. <laughs> under the table and dreaming. <laughs> For the rest of the show, Eddie's going to be under the table and dreaming. <laughs> you can only speak in Dave Matthews b- band lyrics. <laughs> It's, it's going to be terrible <laughs> and dated. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like they would have someone to be like, listen, I think it's cool you're embracing this artificial intelligence. A lot of people are a little creeped out by it because yeah. he got into how he's going to use virtual reality to kind of build data systems, but he's just going to start in his own home. What, so what, what you don't realize is that jogging picture, those two specimens of physical dances are actual <laughs> robot men. Our robot that he's crafted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. But wouldn't you he's think like, someone... It was my 2011 New Year's resolution. <laughs> but, but wouldn't you think someone would have said, like, if he's going to be like, I want to make this relatable with people because artificial intelligence that's running my home with virtual reality and, and, and you know, me visualizing data sets and helping having a robot assistant, you know, make them more feasible yeah. for my inventions. How can I make that relatable? Don't you think someone said, don't use the example of a robot that took over the world and killed everyone. <laughs> but I, I don't need Mark Zuckerberg to be relatable. He started Facebook. Yeah, but doesn't that make you like a little apprehensive? But it's like he shares this to be more relatable and to inspire <laughs> others to join him. And, yeah, you know, like enjoy- he's trying to do this like to show his human too. side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which he does by inventing a robot. <laughs> by a robot over Lord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think anytime I hear something about Mark Zuckerberg, I just go to the very end of the network movie where he's sitting at his computer and he just keeps hitting refresh to see if he's had friends accepted. Uh-huh. That, that humanizes He does now. Me. He's like, 
Jarvis, you are my friend. Jarvis won. I am. Jarvis, Jarvis Build Four just accepted my friend book, friend, <laughs> friend book request, whatever it's called. Friend book request. Who cares? <laughs> all right. What do you have, Joy? Um, okay. Well, first of all, I get really pumped when I know one of the other slices. That means I've been up on the news, guys. Good. Nice. Well, she doesn't um, have anything else to do in Michigan. They're snowed yeah, in, so seriously. she's reading the webs. <laughs> so I really love when people come together and they can all talk on something that they have an opinion about. And so I was really pumped. And I told Jeremiah, I wanted to talk about new evidence that was released about uh, how to make a murder, mm, making a murder. Then he texted me five minutes before the podcast and told me that none of you have seen it. I've seen the first five episodes. Yeah. I just haven't, I haven't completed it yet. Joy, you and I texted earlier and we have both finished it. Oh yeah. You guys, you, you want to finish it, right? Or did you get over it halfway through? No, watch it. I was, yeah. I'm still afraid it's going to be too scary. I don't like the <laughs> scary parts of it. Okay. Well, point being, we're not going to talk about it. Jeremiah didn't want me to spoil it for you guys. So okay. this is a, that's a slice you're not doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But the slice I'm doing also brought people together on almost an equally uh, um, important level. Sure. Um, <laughs> so we'll start things off with a question again. Have you guys ever been dumbfounded about how to get through or over or around a puddle? Have I ever been dumbfounded about how to get through, around, I, I, or over a puddle? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't use the word dumbfounded there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. I think when I was a baby, it probably, it's like, like a, I just It's like the John Mulaney scene where he's like, you know, when I was a kid, I thought I thought quicksand was going to be way more of a problem than it is in my adult life. Like, I thought I'd be running into this problem everywhere. Yeah. So, so maybe when I was a kid, I thought more about the problem that puddles so, and quicksands and, yeah. and, and lava pits were going to pose in my adult life. Yeah, but you know, I honestly, I got to be honest, haven't been dumbfounded at that. But I want to hear your yeah. I don't want to mess up your slice because it doesn't work for yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess up your slice. Yeah, Yeah, I was fearful of the puddle. It's terrible. It still is terrible. Go around, you wouldn't jump. Screaming? No, no, no. I won't even jump. Jump into the middle. No, I don't even have. Yeah, I don't even go outside when it's raining. Are you talking like parking lot puddle or like pothole puddle? Is that an interesting distinction? Different. You know what was the scariest puddles were the puddles that were like um, around a drain. You know, and the water's uh-huh. just flooding into it. Sure. That would be Terri- scary to that's jump in. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. terrifying. I, I stepped away for a minute to get some new water and uh I come back and you guys are talking about scary puddles. I was gonna be you <laughs> for a second, talk. but I didn't know puddles if I could be you. Are scary. Anyways, <laughs> so what's okay. your slice, Joy? So <laughs> that's me a being large you. <laughs> puddle brought people together uh on Periscope um in uh in England in Newcastle. Those are your people, Periscope. She's people. lost interest. Well, she liked Periscope for a minute. I haven't periscoped in so long that this inspired me to periscope this morning and I got on and people, I, I said, I made some comment about it and let people guess and everybody knew about this periscope puddle. But anyways, so what happened is this, if, if you listen to the actual periscope, I was trying that someone's in a room. I actually think that they're in a class and they're just bored and they set their periscope up in the window and started filming this, this puddle that was in this intersection where people were trying, like people were biking or pedestrians are walking through and it like caught people like stopping and trying to figure out like, am I going to go around it? Am I going to try to jump over it? And it was so mundane, but people got so obsessed with it that like 20,000 people started watching. And then if you, if you watch the comments, people are like, Hey, I live 10 minutes from there like dare me to do this or dare me to do that and so it just became this you know almost as exciting as people coming together to talk about how to make a murderer uh was people coming together to talk about how to approach the puddle (laughs) wow so what's the slice 
<laughs> When's it start? Spice would have been awesome if you would have been Now listen, you, you know that I'm a fan of you, and I appreciate you, and I like I really respect you, but your slice was that people periscoped a puddle, uh-huh. and like it was a phenomenon. Uh, 20,000 people. To, I challenge you to watch it. It's kind it, you is, it, is the puddle still there? I mean... Yeah, what it, happened to the puddle? <laughs> see, see, and that was what was really oh. funny to me. No, see, Eddie, you are... You are <laughs> what was really funny is that you'd get people like bantering and talking yeah. about getting dared to go do something in the puddle or whatever, and then you just get random people like... I don't get it. What is this? It's not even a deep puddle. Like, I love when people just can't get irony. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> All right, what do you have, Eddie? Uh, hold on, I was about yeah, to... Yeah, Eddie, what do you got? I was about to start playing <laughs> Dave Matthews Band. I <laughs> 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 we needed something. That was great, um, Joy. Which so, you like, ironically, unironically. Um, <laughs> so, one of my favorite lists came out, and this list is released from Lake Superior State University. Anybody? Well, sure. It's around Lake Superior, I suppose. I, I don't know how to get around Lake Superior. It's a big Do you go through puddle. it? Do you go yeah. around? Yeah. yeah. I've it's watched, so confusing. I've watched a streaming video of just a static yeah. Lake Superior. For yeah, let's just take a second and just watch it. Water. So Lake Superior has, State University has released its 41st annual list of banished words for 2016. And, uh, banished where? Banished. Base, basically, stop using these words. <laughs> oh, they're, okay. they're advocating they're, they're to stop culture. using these, these words and phrases. Okay. Yes. So here's a slice now that will. So they're not advocating to the FCC or something to no, literally right. ban the words. No, 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 no. Because no, okay, no, you can't ban a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So yeah. this is a thing that like I thought I'd bring as a slice yeah. to like have conversation sure. and to like get us all talking mm-hmm. about a thing. So <laughs> here we go with a slice. Uh, the first one is so. So people like starting like I just did. Now I'm like in my head about it. I'll do it. Can I just say that is super annoying and people that do that. I really don't like. Yeah, I also I think I wrote one for today's article. So oops. Um, uh, Conversation ban the word conversation. But like in the use like where people are like join the conversation. Like that's, uh, that's everywhere. Is that all over relevant? You prefer join no, the dialogue. Oh. Uh, I, I just banned that one as well. Uh, <laughs> let's see. One of the better ones was secret sauce. It's explaining like people use the word secret sauce to explain. It the, does seem you're like. banned. Yeah. Yeah. The, the terrible business jargon. Like like the guy who is hanging out in conference, uh, you know, ballrooms might run into a PowerPoint presentation. Right. About secret sauce. No, that's yeah. exactly right. right. Yeah. Uh, another yeah. one is break the internet. Got to stop saying that. Oh, so yeah. Apparently walk it back. Um, I think this one, I like this one. This kind of like reaches into the Christian realm a little bit, giving me life, getting rid of that phrase. Oh yeah. So Uh, so another one to the Christian realm. Yes. What's that? Um, When people say, well, let's, let's just hash this out or the tension. Oh, the tension. You're wearing this hat, Joy. Uh, we're anti-hat congregation. Uh, we need to hash this out. You know, that's that's your excommunicate. She's just sick of hearing that. I've got two questions, Eddie. One, did squad goals get on that list? So it didn't, um, but next year, I'm sure. What about I can't even? (laughs) That's a a good one that I also dislike. Uh, One that I don't like that I actually already used on the show on purpose because I love this word so much is vape. Just uh, <laughs> vape is always. But funny. you use it because it's dumb and silly, it is. not and, because, and, and, and because you're you trying am, to be cool. No, it's not cool. No, it's because you can instantly thinking of someone vaping is hilarious. Yeah, right. See and joy. Well, like, just sit saw, on camera. If, if you were trolling through Twitter, one of your friends would just like vaping. Right, like, you're that's just like, oh, oh, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, vaping is funny. Yeah. And then the last one that is really disturbing, and I think we just need to be careful on our jokes until we understand it, is the word manspreading. <laughs> 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 that connected 
addicted to uh, spatchcocking? Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so man spreading is... Isn't it like during the holidays when you eat a lot and just get a little bit, get a little chunky? Uh, kind of, but not. Man, it's like, every December, I, I manspread. <laughs> no, it's like when a guy will sit in a chair and just sort of like oh, lean yeah, way yeah, back, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of throw the well, legs. I think it's out. a big problem, like on like transport subways, like subways yeah. where yeah. you're taking up uh, more seat yeah. than you're supposed to. I don't think that's the word that's the problem. I think I the think word that, and the action in yeah, this case, yeah, I think, are yeah. the problem. I don't really do that, man. Well, so, so this is a university that made this list. Was, yeah. was there scientific methodology, or oh. just they were just sitting yeah, in a room? They just do the list every year, and it's gained popularity, and I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so, but yeah, there's no science. It's Five like, guys who are just annoyed at something. Yeah, it's Lake Superior State <laughs> I'd University. Like to, yes, I'd like Joey. to talk to some of the man spreaders out there. Go ahead. Okay. That listening. I fly with. Them. They're listening. Just because you have the middle seat and you're double the size as me does yeah. not mean that you get the armrest for the entire flight. Doesn't everybody get the left armrest? So somebody gets the window, middle person gets the one to their well, that left. That means your aisle guy gets two armrests. No, your aisle guy has to share the. You you can't really put your elbow there because you're going to get hit by the cart all the time. Mm. Uh, yeah. So you're advocating everybody leans to the left. <laughs> well, or or sit on the other side of the plane and everybody leans to the right. See, I look at so it, it's your out, your outer. Yes, you lean towards rest. the window. Okay. Everybody See, gets that armrest. I look at roll. it like a game of shotgun, where who's ever there first and laser Southwest arms there. style. Yeah, exactly. And at that point, it's just a, a, a thing of endurance. So when you fly like Southwest, if, if you I, choose the middle seat. Yeah, I'm running. I get the middle. I lock up my armrest, <laughs> and if I move the armrest or if I use the restroom, guess what? Other people can move in. Oh, that's how game. this works. So yeah. that's why you bring a, a colostomy bag. That's why I have, oh. I have, I have uh, hoodies that I that I wrap over the arm, <laughs> like you know, just to, just kind of yeah. mark my territory a little. Yeah. I think one of the grossest moments of my life was I was a I was flying back from Washington, and a lady was sitting next to me, and she pulled up the armrest, and it was oh. like her warm body touched oh, me, yeah. and I was like, no, why? And I, I gave it like a second and pulled it back down because yeah. I think she was uncomfortable you, in her seat, you but put I'm it also back like. Down? Yeah, like beside her, not when she got up and walked away. No, you just, I can't have her body like pushing oh. on me the whole time. It's like did other she, people's weird warm did bodies. She react? To she you wasn't leaning to the left. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> did you explain to her that the the basic courtesy of man, leaning to the man, left? Everybody gets to, their left armrest. Yeah. Everybody so, loses. So, so in your mind, as they're doing the seat, the safety demonstration, yeah, they should also do a demonstration about how yes. arm set uh, armrest etiquette should be. Right. Nobody gets the aisle armrest because you're going to get your elbow bumped. Just don't touch that thing. And everybody gets start a petition. Everybody, everybody gets the one facing the window. It's yeah. very obvious. I think we all knew that already. That would make yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But I will say it's a bold move. I've had to do it before too, where I've been sitting again next to a a man who thinks he can have his domain, and the armrest is up. And I think that's get, a Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah, if you've read the Bible in your. I know this is biblical, your... but I'm going to go ahead and put the armrest down. Yeah. This is my domain. How does your quote church feel about that divisive <laughs> <laughs> comment? Get pretty heated over that. Once uh, mm-hmm. she gets back out there, they have to hash it out with mm-hmm. yeah. 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 There's a lot of tension. All right, well, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Flurry.
You're listening to School of Seven Bells. The song is Open Your Eyes. Here you go. Well, this week's preacher performance is brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, we're well within the new year here, so what better time to make a second first impression than with a brand new website? Mm. Eddie, I didn't want to say anything, but eddiecoffels.com is getting a little stale. It needs, it's, a, it's making a terrible Fortunately, Squarespace has a lot of options for you. You yeah, know, actually, ironically, you. yesterday I was talking to one of our designers, because I did the Relevant Media Group site one yeah. weekend on Squarespace, and I was like, hey, you know what? For 2016, let's take it up a notch and have you, a professional designer, do a new one for us <laughs> on Squarespace. Yeah. Literally yesterday, we were talking about doing that. 2016, fresh start. There you go. New website. Uh, right. Spend an evening creating a beautiful website, and boom, you've accomplished your New Year's resolution for the entire year of 2016. It's that easy. Yeah. yeah. At Squarespace, the sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. No coding is required. It's intuitive, and they have easy-to-use tools. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your site, ensuring security and stability, and it's trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world like Relevant. Plans start at just 8 bucks a month, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Uh, but when you go there, you can start a free trial without a credit card. You can just start building yeah. and playing around with the site. And then you're inevitably going to want to sign Once up Once you see how Squarespace. easy it is and yeah. how good it looks. I yeah. added a little thing to my site last night. And I assumed it would take me two hours, and it took me 20 minutes. There you yeah. go. It places the best, and I'm the worst at designing. After you're doing your free trial, <laughs> when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code RELEVANT, and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, Squarespace, build it beautiful. Well, Flurry is a great new artist out of Nashville. Uh, we recently premiered her EP, Arrows, on the drop at Rele- RelevantMagazine.com and liked it so much we uh, invited her to the studio to play a few songs for us. Uh, back in our holiday episodes, you guys heard a Christmas song she did. Yes. But today's performance is two live perform- mm-hmm. or two live songs from yeah. her EP. Yeah. Uh, without any further ado, performing Fire in My Bones. Here is Flurry. Fire in My Bones is a song that I wrote during my time in college, and it's really a song about inner confinement and this tension between this picture of hope that you have, this vision that you have that you're journeying towards, and kind of the struggle to get there, and it was written during a pretty hard season of my life, and I was kind of wrestling through a lot of things um, internally and kind of feeling like I carried it with me wherever I went. I couldn't really escape it. And it just kind of felt chaotic inside. And I wrote this song from that place. And it's kind of interesting because I think the chorus makes me feel really peaceful. And the verses remind me of that time when I was just fighting through so many battles for, um, I guess, like who to give control to in my life. And whether I take it on my own shoulders or whether I really release it to God and give him control over things. Fire in my bones quakes, bending but it won't break Staging a revolting, quiet as it's jolting Singular in motion, fighting but I'm frozen Shaking and it's shifting, falling as I'm lifting Air you breathe, oh, start to see A bright light tunnel and a blue card floating at the end Into a snowscape, tell your heart to mend Wake me up and then speak, then speak Power 
to protect me Don't let it affect me Spirals like a staircase Racing like a car chase Pulses push the limits Testing my resistance Cameras that capture Moments that enrapture Don't let go, no Just lie low A bright light tunnel and a blue kite Floating at the end Into a snowscape, tell your heart to mend Wake me up and then speak, then speak A bright light tunnel and a blue kite Floating at the end Summer melts into a snowscape Tell your heart to mend Wake me up and then speak, then speak No right if it feels right if it feels right it's probably wrong if it feels right if it feels right if it feels right it's probably wrong spinning out spinning out of control oh oh, oh. take it back give me something to Into a snowscape, tell your heart to mend Wake me up and then speak, then speak A bright light tunnel and a blue kite Floating at the end Summer melts into a snowscape Tell your heart to mend Wake me up and then speak, then speak Fire in my bones quake that was Flurry. Stay tuned. Up next, Claire Diaz Ortiz. We live in a complex world. Engaging the beauty, complexity, and brokenness in ourselves and in the people around us requires a new kind of education, one that is robustly Christian, deeply questioning, and profoundly human. If you're seeking to deepen your capacity as a therapist, pastor, artist, leader, or healer, the Seattle School of Theology and Psychology invites you to study at the intersection of text, soul, and culture. Learn more about the mission of the Seattle School and their graduate degrees in Divinity, Counseling Psychology, and Theology and Culture at theseattleschool.edu. You're listening to Sandara Karma. The song is The Night. I like them. The Night. Great song. 
Claire Diaz-Ortiz <laughs> is an author, speaker, and Silicon Valley innovator who is an early employee at Twitter. Uh, she was named one of the 100 most creative people in business by Fast Company. She holds an MBA and other degrees from Stanford and Oxford and has been featured widely in print and broadcast media. She writes a popular blog at ClaireDiazOrtiz.com and is the author of Hope Ruins, an American tourist, a Kenyan boy, and a journey of redemption. She has a new book out called Design Your Day, where she walks you through every step of setting and achieving smart goals. From big picture to the smallest details, uh, she gives tips for brainstorming goals, choosing the best ones, and adjusting them to make them re- realistic. That's Jesse's problem. Yeah. That so uh, many Some unreal. people call it a problem, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, just continue. <laughs> Our very own Dargan Thompson spoke with her. Here is Claire Diaz Ortiz. What made you want to write this book, Design Your Day? Sure. So I've always just been really passionate about productivity and time management. And for me, I I think that those, you know, when you say those terms, a lot of people's eyes sort of glaze over because they sound so boring. But I think for me, it's really about kind of designing your life in a way that works for you and works for your family. And so this book is kind of an attempt to, to do that, an attempt to, you know, think about, okay, how can we rethink productivity um, in a way that helps us to achieve what we really want and prioritize what we really want. So I, I'm excited to actually get it out there. I feel like it's the type of book that I've written lots of articles about for many years. And so it's great to have it sort of in, in one printed piece. In the book, you kind of introduce a method called the do less method. Can you tell me a little bit about what that is? Sure. So it's it's basically an acronym that, you know, encompasses sort of six steps that are key when you're trying to figure out how to do less in order to get more done and be more fulfilled with your work and your personal life at the same time. So to kind of go through what that means is, you know, the first do less of D-O-L-E-S-S. So the first is really deciding. So it's making a decision about what matters for you. And that doesn't mean what matters today or what matters this hour, but really what matters this year or this season of life that you're in. And so I think that's absolutely the most important thing you can do. Uh, most of us sort of spend our lives just kind of on a hamster wheel doing the next thing on the to-do list. And we all know that the to- to-do lists never get shorter. And so it's really about deciding what matters. Um, and then the next step is organizing your life around really what matters. So, and you do that, and there's sort of four things you do to make that organization process work well. And the L of that is to limit. So limit what you do. Um, learning how to say no and how to say yes when it's the right time are really, really important things and really huge challenges that many of us struggle with on a daily basis. Um, The E is about editing, so editing down the time it takes to do something. And I think this is really important. We kind of have this idea that doing X thing, writing a book or creating a podcast or doing our next big presentation should take this amount of time, this many weeks, but in reality, this many weeks or this many days or this many hours. But in reality, a lot of times we're just putting kind of limits on ourselves of what really is possible and we're not really thinking about the difference between focus time and just sort of time in general and so for me i've found that it is immensely important and immensely useful to really edit down the time you have to do a particular task whether it's something very small you know write a difficult email today or something really large like write a book trying to edit that down because it's really amazing what you can achieve when you're 
doing so in a focused period of time. Um, and then, you know, the next two steps in this sort of do less acronym is S. The first S is streamline. So streamlining the way you work. So thinking about redefining some key processes in your life to make things better. So things like getting a good morning routine down, um, understanding when meetings are effective and when meetings aren't effective and doing things like that are really essential. And then the final S is stop. So the concept of stop working, you know, you need to stop doing all that work. And I think that it's really important for us to think about the importance of stopping. We can call it disconnecting. We can call it different things, but essentially to unplug from, from that side of you that's doing all that work and instead plug into that part of you that wants to recharge and revitalize with your family, with your friends, you know, with a good book, whatever it is, um, that is absolutely essential. You know, study after study shows that when you work beyond a certain number of hours per week, your productivity is just plummeting. It's not actually doing you any good. So essentially, that's sort of a, a breakdown of those six steps. And it, it maybe sounds complicated, but it's really not at all. And there's just sort of six guiding, guiding steps to help you help you get where you really want to go. Why do you think this is so important? Why do you think it matters in the grand scheme of things to kind of design your life? Well, I think that without designing our life, we will end up in a completely different place than where we imagine. And I think, unfortunately, that's the reality for most of us. And it's not necessarily a bad place. You know, if you just sort of keep doing what you're doing today, you'll end up somewhere in five years. And that's not necessarily a bad place where you're going to end up in five years, but it's not necessarily the best place or the best place for you or the best place for your family or the best place for you to thrive in your career. And so kind of coming up with a concept for what you want and then being a t- intentional about making decisions to to put that practice in place is is probably one of the smartest things that we can all do in terms of increasing our happiness and our fulfillment in, in all kinds of areas of our lives. I mean, the timing we're in and the timing your book is coming out is interesting because it's around New Year's, you know, everyone's making new New Year's resolutions. But how do you think you make those working toward those goals, a sustainable thing and not just a resolution that, you know, you give up in March or February. Yeah. I mean, I think the really key thing there is to just not be overly optimistic about what you can achieve. You know, it's not coming up with goals isn't necessarily all about just starting new things. It shouldn't all be, you know, start a yoga practice, start a meditation practice, write a new book. It really needs to be, you know, goals that maybe keep you on a consistent on a consistent train, on a consistent uh, line so that you're headed where you want to go and then starting maybe a few new exciting projects at the same time. I think the absolute easiest thing we can all do is just sort of get excited with a cup of coffee and a big list and a really fancy pen and sort of come up with 150 things you want to do in your life and try to slam them all into one goals list. And that's really not the point. Um, I think it's also really important to realize that a lot of things that you come up with that you think might be goals are really dreams and dreams are awesome and wonderful to have, but not all your dreams need to be goals this year. 
you know, a dream you have to uh, coach Little League one day if, if you still don't have a child is obviously not something that should be on your goal list for this year. And there are many things like that in our lives. You know, I dream of having a, a vacation home in Savannah, Georgia or whatever it might be. And it's not something you're going to achieve this year, but it's something that you can kind of put on the back burner and, and maybe think about. And over the years with time, maybe one day it, it will be, you know, the year for that dream. So I think understanding the difference and trying to tease out the difference between dreams and goals is also really important in terms of not coming up with so many that you're just overwhelmed that you kind of wish you hadn't even started. If you had one piece of advice for young professionals, people are just starting out in their career, what would it be? I think that for me, I think the one thing you can do if you're a young professional starting out in your career is to really try out goal setting. And I think an easy way to try out goal setting is to create um, a word of your year, or you could call it a word of your season if you want, but basically one word that kind of serves as a guidepost for the types of decisions and the types of things you want to do in the year ahead. And I think it, it sounds maybe like an easy thing to do. It shouldn't be super easy. It should take some amount of time to come up with the right word. Um, you know, think about it for half an hour today and then sort of, you know, ponder it in your mind for the next couple of weeks until you have the right word in mind. And then really see how that word can help guide you in the year or the season ahead. I mean, again, at any any of us at any stage in our lives suffer from the same problem of just sort of living lives without thinking about what we're actually living. And so this is kind of one small step to help you be more intentional and help you, you know, work harder to essentially design your day so that you can design your life. That was Claire Diaz-Ortiz. Find out more uh, on Twitter, at Claire. You're listening to Sunflower Bean. Sunflower Bean. Anyone? Any, any jokes? There we go. Nature Box. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I t- tried that in Nature Box. Yeah. Sunflower Bean. It uh, didn't settle A little well. chewy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the song is Wall Watcher. Hey, with Wall Watcher. That's what I do when I throw parties. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, Flory uh, came through a couple weeks ago in our studio. Yeah. It's, I think one of my favorite parts of this job is getting to record bands doing live performances because i didn't really used to do that when i owned a studio i did more studio stuff so kind of getting to see an art oh sorry i'm awesome and talented tell us more man. whatever (laughs) but i got emailed about flurry from her publicist we get a lot of emails you know how i found out about flurry you get email philip larue produced her (laughs) her album philip larue oh cool you know philip larue we can do it too well he's uh (laughs) us and our daughters yeah and uh but he was an artist with his sister natalie called larue Back in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s, is that because their last name was Larue? Is mm. that not related? What a coincidence! Cameron, that's yeah. cool. You know who had a video that used to play an Aeropostale? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's American Eagle. American oh, Eagle. Oh, oh. I yeah. correct you there. <laughs> the, the, 
You didn't make it. It didn't make it on the show, did no, it? No, I absolutely cut it out. <laughs> I played. I know. I saw. That is funny. You censored your own humiliating moment. I yeah. Did. Yeah. Mr. Jeremiah Dunlop was in a is in a uh, band. Uh, I'll about leave it ten in years the, ago. I'll leave yeah. it in this time. Go and, ahead. And, and, and let's hear a clip. <laughs> and, and I have it bookmarked in my favorites under Jeremiah. <laughs> and here is a clip this is of such a good song. the sophomore attempt doing the song "Between Empty Spaces." Real talk though, Jeremiah, if I was like 16, 15, I would think this is a dope song. Oh, cool piano part. <laughs> the video. <laughs> so much angst. Hey, my, my favorite part about this. Go to YouTube and uh, <laughs> and search for "Between Empty Spaces," the song by the sophomore yeah. attempt. Or you can go to the link and on you'll our appreciate website. this. Page. It's the typical band out in a field, but yeah. nothing's plugged oh, yeah. in. Sure. And then, oh wait, there's a narrative, and they keep flashing back to this like dead the, dead the whole time. I'll spoil it for you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and 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 I was like, what? And he goes, uh, American Eagle wanted to play us on their loop, so we had to film this video, this music video. And what were you guys? in between oh it was block party yeah um, that makes sense some 41 or something yeah. don't you yeah. dare cut a and moment for, of this for by six the way. <laughs> months this song was playing over can, I, can I ask you because in my head when i heard the story this is how it played out they offered to compensate you in one of two ways one yeah. was monetary the other was in like carpenter jeans no it was in girls jeans actually well, yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so we talked about this and played much more of that song uh, about two episodes ago and and it was like a whole 15 minutes yeah and i was listening Listening yeah. back to the show. Yeah, and old and it old didn't Oz exist. Here. Yeah, and he was like, oh. and I didn't realize. And you were like on a Christmas vacation. Can you make like, an executive decree that it must exist on this show? <laughs> he said you'll let it. I'll, let it. I'll leave it on the show. <laughs> Your band is going to get. Well, that being said, nothing <laughs> musical that I'm going to say anyone is going to respect from here on out. But Flory came in the studio. Don't respect you more, Mr. Dave Matthews over here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Ding, Flory ding, came ding, in the ding, studio, ding, and ding, I, ding, I had gotten emailed. I got an email about her, and just click just clicked on it to check it out. And uh, checked it out, and I was really, really. Uh, oh no! I just found a new sophomore attempt song called "Two Can Play at That Game." Uh, is this a, did you write this? Oh yeah, he did it all. I wanted to go to prom with you. Oh, wait for it! It gets worse. Yeah, who can hear me? Wish he had a longer intro. Uh, 16 measures. Do you say something about the stars? Or? For what it was, and that, uh, that's what I'm saying. For that like, moment at, in time. At the time, like, I would have dug this. Is that you singing? Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, this song is for you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> just, a a worse, just a worse version of Taking Back Sunday. That's all it was. <laughs> I'm looking at that little recommends column next to this on YouTube. There are a lot of sophomore attempt songs on YouTube. No, there's not. This hey, sophomore that's, attempt. that's the only one, and they're 
definitely are not any live videos, so don't go look at This could have been like a tooth and nail album. Was you it know? difficult to find 30 guitars to play at one time? <laughs> <laughs> that is so <laughs> abrasive. You did a good job. It's like legit. You actually were a real musician, weren't you? Yeah, he, aren't you? You you were in, you were in a band in college. Did you guys record albums? Yeah, I want to hear yeah, some we, of Eddie's. How many too. CDs did you sell? Because I sold 60,000. <laughs> none. We never sold none. We wait, never. Wait, 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 wait. You sold 60,000 albums? Yes. Wow. Criticize me now. You know who else sold yeah. 60,000 albums? But, Soldier but, but, Boy. By sell, <laughs> but by sell, they mean they were giving them away with a certain graphic to hit American Eagle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Uh, throw it in the bag. Uh, yeah, yeah, is it in the video? Yeah, yeah, cool. It'll fit in your carpenter jeans. <laughs> That's why they have all the pockets yeah. for wow. the CDs, for the free 60, CDs. I'll take albums. it with this uh, Sunday Funday graphic tee, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> American Eagle U, I got the... Established 1929. Just throw the CD in there. I, I miss you. My mom is my best friend always. <laughs> Man, I'm so just so happy to be here, guys. Oh, this is, oh, this we love it. That's you amazing. almost made it out of the show clean. You get, you so get, uh, close. Oh, cool. Listen, you get a CD and a free shell necklace. Huh? Okay, I guess shell so. necklace? I guess so. That's exactly right. I guess so. Uh, just just toss in the bag with the, the See, hoodie. I, this is what you get, though. You could have had last the last one where we just did it for a couple minutes, <laughs> and true. now. Well, the last one, I didn't realize there was a whole catalog of songs right, right there on YouTube. You, there's not. I didn't realize how deep the relationship with American Eagle was at the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I have enough ammo for at least one song per episode in 2016. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think we need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to that end the whole, the whole catalog, you know the anthology. Some, you know what else we need to find? Somebody... Who is listening to this show right now is a fan of this band. Absolutely, yeah, and for like sure. Went to the concert. Like I said, real talk. Has his, no, no. Has his real talk. No, has you know, his autograph. You know how <laughs> we found out about this music video? What? Was somebody was touring the office who uh, knew uh, somebody on staff, and 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 as they were touring the office, they saw Jeremiah and went back to the person they knew and said, "Is that Jeremiah?" From Jacksonville, like the no sophomore attempt, way. I was a huge fan, <laughs> and then that friend sent the music video to, to Aaron, and, and and Aaron sent it to the whole staff. Yeah, of and, course. And everything opened up. Well, that's right. a, but okay. it was, he was recognized. Yeah, that's from a the thing. Fan. Like I know we're busting your chops right now, <laughs> but but be Ruth quiet so okay. we can do it more. But, when, when no, no, but we've talked about this before. We were in yeah. the same genre of music no. at that age. Like they, I that's think fine. it's cool. I have no problem with it. If I if you're in a pop punk band. You have to be okay being made fun of. You are <laughs> accepted. At you this are very point. good for that genre. <laughs> right. I really think I for me, it's a 2016 goal on this show to get someone on that's still a real big fan of the, sh of the band yeah. and talk to them about it. Absolutely. And he just has to roll all himself back from the controls. A, there's a cashier from American Eagle <laughs> who hates his guts. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh, not that guy again. Yeah, it's not cute anymore. He's like 40 and so has like spiky tipped hair and is like, man, I miss those still, guys. Still rocking the shell necklace. Yeah. 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 Well, that. Being said, enjoy, enjoy Flurry. <laughs> way better than anything you've heard thus far. Here's Flurry. This song I wrote actually in the middle of the night. Um, I'd been living in Nashville for about six months, and I had this one night where I woke up at like two in the morning, and I had this song in my head, and um, I thought I was dreaming when I wrote it. So I wrote this whole thing. I remember I woke up and I had like my iPad next to my bed. So I just kind of like recorded it in. And when I woke up in the morning, I thought, oh man, I wish I actually had written that song that I wrote in my dream last night because it was really cool. And then I looked over and saw that I had, which was really strange. So I wrote the entire thing like in the middle of the night, which is really bizarre. And um, it's called Still Your Girl. 
was Flurry. Check out their music at flurrymusic.com and uh, Arrows, uh, which is streaming right now on the drop at rollofmagazine.com. You're listening to Han 
H-O-N-N-E, all caps. I don't know if I pronounced it right, but that's what we're going with. I think with. it's honey. Probably okay. honey. <laughs> or honey. Oh, honey. I always go for the, yeah, most <laughs> irrational pronunciation. Yeah. The, song, the song is Gone Are the Days. Gone Are the Days. So there that, you one, go. that one we know how to say. All right, well, it's time for your feedback, but guess, we, uh, guess what? Last week, uh, last episode, we knew that we wouldn't have, we'd right. have a little break. So yeah. all we asked you guys for were uh, suggestions on who you want to see on the show this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of you sent in uh, really good ideas. And a lot of you sent in terrible keep, ideas. Keep, no, that's true. I don't, I don't uh, think so. So keep listening for the next 51 weeks and see if your suggestion yeah, made it. The there you go. Yep. Um, uh, right. So with that, it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Okay, so, you know, it's the the new month and our new issue is out. And so normally, uh, long-time listeners would know, this would be the episode where we would yeah. tell you guys about the new issue and take you behind the scenes. It's actually a great issue. Lecrae's on the cover. And, you're, and Lecrae's story is absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, it's heavy. Like, whether or not you're a fan of his music, as just a human, mm-hmm. the life he has lived is unreal. And he gets so vulnerable and open in, in this feature. It's... It's really uh, eye-opening and great. It's yeah, really good. It's a, it's a compelling yeah. and emotional read. I mean, yeah, it's, it really is. Yeah. I can't wait to read it. Um, we spent some time with him up in Atlanta, and it was really phenomenal. Anyway, we will tell you more about the issue next week. But one of the things that shows up in, in, in the issue, as we do at the beginning of every year, we give our magazines predictions yeah. of things that mm-hmm. are absolutely certain to happen in 2016. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what were a couple of them from this issue? Yeah, I mean, these are something that I'm really proud of that we've... <laughs> But so much work and research yeah. and, you know. It's kind of like the Salt Lake University whatever yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is yeah. this is the, the fruit. This is a highly real, academic yeah. exercise. Yeah. This yeah. is your math, the real math. So just a couple. Uh, this will be the year that Jinkos and H&M uh, make a fat uh, collaboration. So Jinkos will get their... Mm. The their, Jinko jeans that are like the stovepipe jeans. Yeah, legs. the big baggy yeah, ones. Yeah, the big baggy we'll, we'll just we'll beyond colla- stovepipe. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll H&M. We'll H&M is going to do a line of Jinkos. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, well, wow. They're going to do... They're going to combine their skinny jeans with Jinkos uh, big wide ones for a line of normal width jeans. In oh, wow. That's exciting. Normal so width jeans are going to make it That is wild. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I when I came up with that prediction. <laughs> What's another prediction? The Emoji Bible Translation will finally release uh, meticulously adapted for readers who simply don't have time pro- to process things like words and sentences. Oh, so yeah. it's a Bible of all emojis. For the illiterate, I cannot wait for that. Yeah. Eugene Peterson did that, right? Yeah. yeah. So good. It's, he's very Eugene good. Peterson's grandson did Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. This one, you know, I usually don't get political. <laughs> but uh, this one I just knew it's was It's a big political happen. year. Yeah, it sure, is. Surely, so, yeah. Uh, President Donald Trump We'll name Videl Sassoon the head of his bathroom cat. <laughs> 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 All right, so wait, 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 one more. No, no. Hey, just wait, just wait, just wait, wait, wait. This one is just wait, just wait. This one redeems the combination. Yeah, can we get the Letterman top ten thing? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You, you you'll figure that. You, out. you don't get that for no, this. No, no, no. This is good. Jay Z, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Jay Z will li- release a surprise album for that one guy still using title. Hi, title. Don't even understand that. So joke. for uh, more high caliber content like that, it's only five dollars <laughs> and available now in newsstands nationwide. Yeah, um, but, see what you're missing out. But it on, got yeah. us thinking for the question of the week. You got us thinking. We want to know some of your 2016 predictions yeah. not, and not resolutions. No, no, no predictions. predictions. This is going to be an important year. I know Political we set the season, bar high just now. You know, yeah. our artificial intelligence robots jogging with people in the park. I mean, there's a we lot did, of yeah. things are changing this year mm-hmm. and changing fast. We want to know your predictions for 2016. If you want to predict wanna, a 50-50 chance I get married. 
<laughs> oh, wow. wow. That was actually low so odds. That went, that went from awesome to total bummer. It's going to be funny. It but should barely. have been 100%. Yeah. You're getting married in six weeks. <laughs> yeah, we already have like plane tickets in a hotel. Yeah, like, I we're, know, yeah, dude, is there something we need now? <laughs> I didn't get a refundable my dark ticket. Humor doesn't set well with you guys. Are right. you not, you're not leaving Michigan, are you? But no, I'm here. I'm here. I've I'm been staying. sequestered by oh. my parents. Uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter at Roland Podcast, or you can post your predictions on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and we will read our favorites on the show next week that's yeah. a good one I can't yeah. wait this is going to be fun uh, many thanks to our show sponsors uh, Audible remember you can go over to audible.com slash relevant browse their 180,000 titles do it browse all of them there you and uh, download your free title and start listening by signing up with their 30 day trial membership remember that's audible.com slash relevant and thanks also to Squarespace remember when you start your free trial site today you don't need a credit card at squarespace.com and then when you decide to sign up for Squarespace make sure to use the offer code relevant to get 10% off your first purchase thanks also to our guest uh, claire diaz ortiz you can find out more about her book at claire diaz ortiz.com and to flurry make sure to check out flurry music.com and uh the album arrows is streaming right now on the drop at relevantmagazine.com so check that out remember to get the new issue you can subscribe now and you'll get this one you also get instant access to our tablet edition and everything else the ipad edition is the best thing we do so you should check it out uh you can f- that- kind of hurt me but okay <laughs> it's, it's all right uh, at and subscribe to our youtube channel excerpts from uh extracts from this week's uh podcast will be up at youtube.com slash relevant and uh oh and spotify, spotify. spotify playlist oh yeah that, I love, we listen to that all christmas yeah. break it was Did amazing really? yeah there i loved go. it we're updating a bunch of them every week our new official checkmark uh spotify yeah, channel. yeah. So there go. yeah i'm gonna be doing a guest uh, playlist on the relevant one <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna be all dave matthews band. anyone yeah. knowing well i think a lot of people will enjoy it <laughs> including me <laughs> alright and on that note we'll wrap it up I'm Cameron Strang I'm Eddie Koffeltz I'm Jesse Carey I'm Jeremiah Dunlap I'm Joy Agridge we'll see you next week my Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Connect with us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast, and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check the magazine out. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store, or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. There's an important guy that's got business stuff going on in this theater.